Welcome to the Everyday is a New Day podcast and live show. The inspirational show about moving forward and choosing to be more of you. Transmuting the self-doubt and stepping into courageously aligned confidence in who you uniquely are. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm a twice-certified transformational confidence coach, Reiki master, best-selling author, and former crime analyst who now helps empathic, heart-centered individuals shatter the noise of self-doubt, find clarity on what self-love really looks like, and the courage to be peacefully grounded in who you've always known you are from the inside out. Join me for the live shows on Facebook and YouTube and visit KimO'NeillCoaching.com for more info. Let's get to it. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Every Day is a New Day show. My name is Kim O'Neill, and it is always so nice to connect with you and bring such fun, inspiring guests. I do want to say a quick hello to our live viewers. I see Kara is here with us today. Hello, Kara. Good to see you. Lovely to see you, too. And and just a quick little reminder for all those who may have not yet heard is we recently launched the Let Your Light Shine movement, all about you being you, owning that, embracing that, and allowing yourself to shine. And if you have not yet, I would love to see you join the Let Your Light Shine movement. That link is up on the screen there. Wonderful, wonderful. So welcome to all of our Facebook, YouTube, and our podcast replay listeners. We have another amazing guest today, and I'm going to go ahead and bring her up on screen. Welcome, Susan Goldberg. Hello, Kim. Oh, okay. So Susan, I am, I just really like Susan a lot because she has this awesome combination of working with people and being able to see so much potential and being able to really tap into inspiring and empowering people to be the leader that they are. And so Susan, I'm just going to share a little bit about what you do. And then of course, I would love for you to elaborate for everyone. So for all those just getting to meet Susan Goldberg for the very first time, she is a leadership consultant who specializes in developing emerging leadership. And at one point she was focused on helping young talent and now of course is supporting talent from all ages, all generations. And she's also the author of a book titled Leadership in Wonderland. And we'll share more about that later. But Susan, will you go ahead and share with everyone a little bit more about what you do? Yeah. So my work as a leadership and communication expert has me go into organizations as an outside unbiased view to look at the communication gaps. What's an organization missing that it's holding it back from continually thriving? And what is an organization missing that's holding it back from continuing to stay relevant now? That is a really, that's a really good distinction of, of something to focus on because we are in an ever evolving world, of course, and especially these days that doing things the same old way doesn't work. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And Kara is saying, you always have great guests. Thank you, Kara. I agree. (laughs) Thank you, Paul. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So 
So Susan, what have you noticed, especially, you know, at one point you were focused more on helping younger leaders. Mm -hmm. I know that you were seeing that these young leaders were, were making it into leadership roles and yet they didn't quite have all the tools in their toolbox to be the amazing leader they can be. And so will you tell us more about that? You, you focused on communication. Tell us a little bit more, like what is it about the communication that you, you see needs to be further developed? Okay. So I'm a keen observer of culture and part of culture is communication and communication is not just written or verbal. It's also behavior. It's also facial expression and body movement and uh, attitude and uh, appearance and clothing. And I've always loved to look at, at things like that, starting from when I was a child. For instance, when I was little, my mother was getting her master's in social work. And she took me to class with her. Oh, wow. Okay. And of course, you know, what happens when I have days off and she's still got to go to school? Yep. Yep. It was a great situation because she was able to bring me. Yeah. And so with that, I was noticing in her class, there were all different kinds of people, all diverse backgrounds and different income levels, not necessarily like the same as we were. And I thought, oh, this is fascinating. This is really interesting. I couldn't care less about the, you know, the, the social work stuff that was being taught. I thought, this is really cool. And then she would become friendly with them. So as a family, we would have get-togethers and dinners and cocktail parties with people from all different backgrounds. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I learned as, I guess, a, a young person to observe and never to, to judge, but just be, be curious and take it all in. It was like food to me. It was like nourishment. What can I learn from this? If, if I you know, am open-minded, uh, what can I see? And I think that helped me become who I am today. Yeah. Because I've always been open to seeing what's around me. Awesome. Well, and it really shows, it sounds like you were able to, I'm going off of things that I've observed over time too, is, is being able to observe the differences, which allows you to see where to fill in the gaps and build that bridge and connection point between people. So whether it be different cultures or whether it be different communication styles in an organization, that's very, I mean, that's useful. A lot of people uh, struggle with that. Yeah. And to this day, when my friends think about me in college, they say, well, I can't put you in this category because you had, you had friends in the architecture school and in the, the art school and in pre-meds and you're on the, the panhel board because you got along with everybody, not just your sorority members. And yeah. I'm right there with you, Susan. I, yes, I was the same way. Oh, it's like, yeah kind of with this group, kind of with that group, kind of doing my own thing. I mean, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. If you're with us, is that you too? You're not alone. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. So Susan, our theme this year, and we've already started to touch on it because it's part of what you do, but our theme this year on the Every Day is a New Day show is let your light shine. 
Oh, and I just, uh, yes. Uh, what do you, what do you feel? I'm going to share in a moment. You shared with me a quote of, uh, you shared with me your thoughts on what letting your light shine means to you. But before I, I even share that, like, what do you just, do you have a feeling that comes to you when you hear the phrase, let your light shine? I have a, a couple of things. And that is where your light is shining right now could be very different from tomorrow. Yes. Oh, yes. And, and, and from where it used to be. And it's all good because you are where you are today. And all of your past experiences and all of the things that you've been through and all the things you've learned made you where you are right now. Okay. Which means that today you're going to learn more and you're going to be exposed to more. And it's going to be that much more magical to get you where to where you'd be tomorrow and you will be changed. Absolutely. So, so when I asked Susan, what does let your light shine mean to her? She shared with me, and I'll put this up on the screen besides the collective soul song, which I started to sing immediately. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> she said it, re it means removing dust, dirt, and fuzziness around your beautiful soul so that, so that it can be seen in all its entirety, removing expectations of others, comparison to others and blame, which can cloud the soul. Limiting judging and assuming and being open to curiosity and learning. And I love how you included all of that, Susan. I think I think so far your answer to that question is um, is the, the most unique from others that I've received. They're all fantastic, but I love the variation that I see in yours. Well, thank you. And it was so it was spur of the moment when I was writing it. I'm hearing you say it. I'm saying, oh, wow, I wonder who wrote that. <laughs> Right? Yeah, exactly. Because who Susan is today is different from who she was when she first shared this with me. And it's all beautiful. I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. And with that, I think we have a new comment here. Let me take a quick look. Yeah. Kara is saying, I love that, Susan. Absolutely. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, I also asked Susan if she had an empowering quote that she'd like to share with us. And Susan, allow me to refresh your memory. You shared, <laughs> you shared what is essential is invisible to the eye. And that's by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah. And Tell us more. Yeah. It's from the book, The Little Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if any of you are familiar with The Little Prince, it's one of my all-time favorite books. It comes from this little boy is separated from his planet and he's a prince. And he's separated from the thing that he loves so much, which is his rose. And he's trying to get back to this planet, to this rose. And he's on planet Earth and he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to get there. And he's so innocent. And so he learns from everybody that he meets. And one of the people or one of the characters that he meets is a fox. And what the fox expresses to him is it's not just the physical, okay? It's how you feel. It's how something, somebody, the rose, an experience, a person, people, something you touch makes you feel. And so the most important stuff is not surface. Yeah. That is fantastic. That's, I mean, the thing that was coming to mind for me, um, 
and for anyone in the audience who resonates with this, or, or of course of you, Susan too, is that rose he was wanting to get back to is really about what the rose in him. That's the metaphor I see there. Hmm. That, that's a, a nice way to, to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, Susan, so you have this thing that I, I recently learned about you that I thought was just really fun and, and fascinating. Um, and it speaks to the, the, the range of who I see you are and how you help people and serve the world. And it's this thing that you do whenever things get too serious. Um, you are, you have a nickname that people call you, they call you bubbles and yeah. will you share with us, you know, why do they call you bubbles? Tell us about that. Well, here's some bubbles. They're always at my desk. And by the way, I have little mini ones that I send to, to my clients, to my friends, because what's one thing you can do that can always be uplifting and get you out of a sour mood and get you out of your head and just have you smile from the inside to your toes, to your hair, to your fingertips, bubbles. And I have a, a puppy, by the way, and his, one of the things he loves to do is pop them. By the way, he thinks that in another life, he was a basketball player. Does so he? Yes. So he jumps for the highest ones. Oh, cute. So so my understanding is that, yes, when you're in the middle of a, of a mastermind meeting and the conversation's getting too, too serious, too deep, too heavy, out come the bubbles. Out come the bubbles. Yeah. I love it. The right side of things. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, okay, we have another treat to share with everyone. You are the published author of, and let me grab the image here of, I think this is actually going to, let's see if we can do this. Yay, we can see both of us on screen as well. Susan, Susan Goldberg is the, 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 the author of Leadership in Wonderland. And let's go ahead and definitely mention this is a co-authored book with Rebecca Lacey. Will mm -hmm. you tell us more about this book? Sure. Actually, it's what got me into leadership at all. Okay. Okay. At the time, I was doing executive search okay. and working in a number of different industries. And a lot of my clients were young leadership. And I was seeing them falter. And I was wondering, what's going on here? And rather than coming to me more often for what should I be looking for? How do I bring this person on board? What responsibility should I be giving them? What should I keep myself? It was more, how do I do my job? How do I communicate with my team better? How do I give somebody a warning? How do I get the respect of somebody who's 10 years older than me who reports into me? How do I communicate something that's difficult to say, but, but I have to tell my team? Right. And I thought, this isn't what I was hired to do. What's going on here? And so in the process, I thought, how can I help more people like this? So Rebecca and I just were, were friendly and we talk about each other's business. And we said, well, let's write a book for all the people that are new leaders who've never had to lead before and, and don't have an MBA and don't have all the insights and are just open to the experience. How do we help them develop as leaders? 
And we don't want to tell them only our way. We want to help them explore who they are. Nice. And so they can gain self-knowledge and more confidence in themselves. And then grow into be a leader. So it's actually a book and workbook. And so another thing, I'm sorry, Kim, um, do you want to interrupt me before I go? No, no, no. Well, well will you tell everyone the subtitle? Because I, I, I couldn't read it on that image, but I know I read it before and I loved it. It was something about falling down the rabbit hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm getting out here. So, okay, because... Perfect. Because sometimes leadership feels like you're falling down the rabbit hole. I, well, and it sounds like I, I love how you shared that, you know, this isn't what I was planning on doing. I wasn't planning on teaching people about leadership. Uh -oh. And yet you were seeing that trend. And it sounds like you were really um, being shown some very fundamental, basic things that are so key. Like, oh, my God, these are the basics people need to have. And and it just isn't as natural for some people. And that's OK, because there are people like you who can teach it. So. So oh, go ahead. What, what, what did you want to also share there? Well, what I wanted to say is that, of course, Leadership in Wonderland is based on Alice in Wonderland. So you're kind of noticing a theme here, children's books and Susan. It's, it's kind of, okay, so Alice in Wonderland, The Little Prince, what is this? Well, The Little Prince quote actually uh -huh. comes into my webinar. Okay. And then it comes all into my three-step process of reinventing leadership. Mm, nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, would you like to tell everyone about your webinar? Is Yeah. So the webinar is called Reinventing Leadership, Three Elements to Increase Productivity, Commitment, and Opportunities. Nice. And the webinar works for the personal, the individual, and the organizational. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So it's both. And how pe how can people access that? Is that something that is accessible at any time if they register for it? Or is there another one coming up soon? Yeah. So if you would like to be part of the next time I have the webinar, you can email me at Susan at Susan Goldberg Leadership dot com. Perfect. Susan at Susan Gold Susan at Susan Goldberg Leadership.com. And for those who are listening only, Goldberg is B-E-R-G. Right. Awesome. Wow. Wonderful. Go ahead. Um, and if I will, there's just a little bit more about the webinar. So how I work is a three-step process. And I look at it again through the lens of both individually and organizationally. And the three steps are recognize, redefine, and retain. Nice. Yeah. And and recognize, redefine, and retain. And so what is the what is the recognize piece? Is that probably that first awareness piece of yeah. the, the the awareness piece is, is where are the gaps? Uh individually. Who am I not seeing and why am I not seeing them? What do I not know about them? What Ooh. skills do they have? Okay. And organizationally, it will be where are the communication gaps? Where are some issues? Where are some challenges that I'm not seeing because things aren't being communicated? Nice. Yeah. And do you, have you noticed that although your focus is organizations, mm -hmm. have you noticed how this parlays over into personal relationships and personal situations as well? 
Yeah, absolutely. So in the webinar itself, I make, um, let's see, the stories are oftentimes about me personally and how I've gone through the three R's or my clients have gone through the three R's. Okay. Individually. Yeah. And how they've come out the other side. Awesome. Susan, what do you love most about working with organizations and helping them grow their leadership and, and give them those tools? I like to see growth and learning and things uncovering, I guess all, all the stuff that we talked about before in letting your light shine, it's uncovering the dust. Yes. Yeah. And covering where the, the challenges and problems are. For instance, I was working with a bank and I was working with a young professional at the bank and he, he was working with his team and the senior team was making assumptions about him without communicating. And therefore he didn't know that there was much more that he could accomplish and even do because he didn't know he could ask. Oh, so Susan, we had, we had some connection issues with some of what you just said, and I didn't catch all of it, but I heard the end part where you just said he didn't know he could ask. And it feels like that's really the core of it is he didn't know he could ask for help for more for. Yeah. He didn't know he could ask for more. He didn't know he could actually go out and do business development and create relationships. He thought he was just the transactional guy, the wow. guy who was just doing what, what people were telling him to do. And which would keep him in this little, you know, tiny box, but he, there was so much more there to him that, that his team was not realizing. And once they started to realize it, guess what happened? <laughs> what? Tell us. <laughs> what happened was all of a sudden he became to this, this like individual contributor where his, his uh, boss was saying, this guy's glued to his phone. He's, you know, I asked him to do something. He does it. And then like the phone comes out. And he's long term and he's not thinking what else he could do. And he's not being proactive and he's not. And I know there's more there. Is he just not interested in the job? Is this the wrong job for him? What's going on here? So everybody was making assumptions and not communicating. And so the brilliant thing of how this then becomes from the individual to the corporate is afterwards, after this process, and he's progressing so much and everybody's happy, the, the young leader comes back to me and he says, why aren't you doing this with everybody in our organization? Everybody here is asleep. Oh, oh my goodness. There's so much potential here and they don't allow us to um, communicate with each other. They don't have events together. We don't know who else is working in other areas of the company. Things are very traditional. They're, they're in a tried and true way. Well, what about if we were to try things differently? What, you know, what if, if we could get things done faster? What if we could get things done more creatively? What if we, I, and nobody's talking about it. <sighs> so I'm hearing there's all this frustration that is built up in in the owner or the whoever's the, the leader at the organization. And 
and you're really able to help them see um, not just one thing that can be improved upon, but that there's more. You're really opening their eyes and helping to awaken the organization. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, for those for those leaders out there who are um, in a space right now where things aren't going well at their organization, have you noticed, are there any, um, I don't know, are there any key like patterns or triggers that happen right before they decide to finally, you know, let me contact Susan, she can help us. Is there anything that like you've noticed a pattern with before they reach out to you at the experience? Frustrations, frustrations, yeah, yeah. frustrations in that, they feel like um, team members, whether whether they're young or whether they're even leadership, have more to give. There's more there. Okay. And, and they're not finding it and they don't know why. And the company could be excelling more and be more productive and creating new products and increasing you know, market share, doing all these different things, but yet things seem kind of stuck and things, they may not necessarily have come to a halt, yeah. but they're not moving forward. Okay. And yeah. As, as much as people would like them to. Yeah. If you, what is it that you most want these, these leaders of these organizations to know? Um, is, is, do you have any message that you just wish they all knew uh, in that, about how things could be better? Yeah. There's always potential. The opportunities are there. You just have to find them. And oftentimes, it's with people you already have. So I watch on HGTV. I think it's, it's um, Hometown. Is that what it's called? I think that sounds familiar. Yeah. And Ben and Aaron at, at the beginning, there's the intro. And he talks about, I wish more people could see all that's there in these old houses because it's all there and people aren't seeing it. And um, I feel the same kind of thing. There's so much potential in, in people and organizations. And, but unless you know, who's there, what abilities they have, what um, skills they have, what um, hearing everybody's voice, then you're not going to know, right? So yeah. all that stuff is there and it's boiling to the top and it's like bubbles. It's like bubbles. They float to the top when they first have to come out. <laughs> Uh, I love that, Susan. I think that is so core. And I, you really just touched on, you really just touched on how we don't all see the same thing and what a gift that is. And so for that leader out there who's seeing that something's not going right, then wow, that's an awesome opportunity to do something about that, to reach out to a leadership consultant to help facilitate and add in, well, now what do they see? How, what can they add in the mix? And I want to make sure everyone knows that you can connect with Susan over at susangoldbergleadership.com. And that is up on the screen for everyone. And in a moment here, we're going to go ahead and pull an inspirational card because that is how I like to, something I like to do and infuse into every show. But Susan, is there anything else you'd like to tell people for, for those who would like to reach out to you um, and connect with you after today's show? Yeah. Can I offer something? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay. 
if you reach out to me at Susan at SusanGilbertLeadership.com, I'll send you an article, um, a communication article, actually, offering young leaders perspectives on respect in today's workplace. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great. Okay, great. Okay, so Susan, so I am going to pull a card from Brendan Richard's Motivation Manifesto Cards. And I think these are um, very fitting for organizations and, and leadership and, and all things in that realm. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to do some light shuffling. And then in a moment, I would love for you to tell me stop, not yet, but in a moment, I'll have you say stop when it feels right for you. And whatever card is on top will be the message to, to further expand on today's conversation. Okay. Susan, whenever you're ready, go ahead and say stop. Okay, so the card, the card here on top is, oh, interesting. Okay, it says, looks like this, and it says, with love's transcendent power, we can be reborn and redirected. When we open to love, life itself can feel newer, more alive, more magical, and meaningful. And I believe there's another message, because there's one actually that flew out right before you said stop. So let me see what this one is. Huh. Okay. Well, we've got some, some uh, messages that are a little different. It says the divine hand gives freely to all the divine hand gives freely to all. Does, does anything come up for you when you hear either of these? Susan? <laughs> <laughs> the divine hand and love. Um, Hmm. How about, may I, may I offer a, a possible link? Okay. I'm seeing, so with love's transcendent power, what I hear and see is that you, you were talking, you know, we were talking about how not everyone sees the same thing and how a lot of the changes an organization may seek can be done with their existing potential, their existing talent. And what I'm seeing is when we choose to love what already exists, we have the power to transcend what was, and therefore an organization can be reborn, opening up new energy to be redirected. It says, with love's transcendent power, we can be reborn and redirected. And then it talks about feeling newer, more alive, more meaningful. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. there. Let's see. There's one over here on the other side. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I don't know that this one really resonates with our conversation either, but <laughs> let's, I'll share it. <laughs> it says, life can lose its vibrant aura and charm if we do not bend the energy of our minds toward positive engagement and appreciation. Okay, actually, I like this one. Yeah, yeah I like this one. Of the three cards, this is the winner. This is the one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, because I think it talks about um, uncovering, um, potential and, and, you know, learning what lies beneath what's invisible to the eye. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. Oh, wonderful. Well, Susan, thank you so much for being our guest today on the every day is a new day show oh, and having me, Kim. It was really a lot of fun and I never knew where, where we were going to go which is really fun. 
It, thank you. It is fun, and that and that's how we go. We we go with with the flow while incorporating certain elements of the show. That's how we like to do it. And so, thank you for being on this journey and and playing with me here. And for everyone who is listening, I do want to remind you: you can visit Susan's website, susangoldbergleadership.com. And again, Goldberg is G O L D B E R G. And of course, her email is susan at susangoldbergleadership.com as well. Susan, thank you so much for being here today. It was wonderful. And you're welcome. And thank you to everyone who was with us, whether you were live or on the replay. As always, let us know what you're taking away from today's conversation. And if you enjoyed it, please go ahead and share it out. Spread that light even more to other people who may benefit from today's conversation as well. Have an amazing day. Remember that wherever you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow. Susan's interpretation of letting your light shine was a fantastic explanation of that. And with that, I will see you again on Monday with another Inspirational Message Monday conversation. Bye for now, everybody. Stay right there, Susan. Oh, bye, everybody.